Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Western Virginia from Boosted Same Game Parlays to live in-game bets. Sign up today, bet $100, win, get $100 at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash winbet. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Square Contest. $1,000 prize pool and completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash squares to enter today. Also, another rant brought to you by the big SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit exclusively on the SGPN app. That's a lot of exclu- a lot of also rants. So subscribe and come on in. Mar- <laughs> anyway, let's start the music and get her going. Welcome to the bottom line bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. I say that because I see we also we already have some people joining us. Oh, I should probably tweet this out too, actually. Uh, Mark Vanna says, here we go. Jay Mark, CJ the man, thank you very much. Um, I should probably tweet it out to uh, other people who want to join live, right? Let's see how this go. How does go? Welcome. Anyway, I am CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. Bottom line bombs. Um, I don't know if I should. Uh... I'm already starting off slow. Oh, here it is. Look at that. I want to retweet it. To my thousands and thousands of followers that are not bots. Um, Jay Mark, by the way, is a, I do a the XFL show with him. That's also if you want more of me and Jay Mark and uh, Colby D. The XFL show, brand new after the, after the NFL season. Like I said in my tweet, I'm expanding my uh, demographic from men 35 to 40 from to men 35 to 42. People are interested in XFL. Anyway, welcome to the bottom line, Bobs. We are here. We're coming up to the Super Bowls. One more game. I have this uh, Eagles hat that uh, says one size fits all, but they're not talking about Irish heads. One size fits all if you have a fucking pair of scissors for me. Uh, we went one and one last week in the uh, conference chambers case. We had the Eagles. Great game. I went to that game in Philadelphia, flew out from Los Angeles to the game. I will tell you all about that after a couple of the breaks. Um, we had Cincinnati last week. Kansas City won that game. Um, we're going to do that too. We'll do a man in a box segment. We're going to talk about Tom Brady. We're going to talk about the Pro Bowl. We'll give you some Pro Bowl bets and exactly how to watch this Pro Bowl. I'm, I'm excited for this Pro Bowl, to be honest with you. But first, we'll recap that Cincinnati KC game. I know everyone's already talked about it. I just watched it the other day because last night, actually, if I, la- I watched it for the first time last night, I saw highlights and shit, but I watched it beginning to end with everything the announcers last night on uh, recorded because I didn't get to see it live because I was climbing greased poles on Broad Street in Philadelphia. Yeah, I was part of that uh, whole nonsense. Like I said, I'll get into that. Um, everyone's talking about the ref. The referees were a problem. In that Kansas City game, I was like, I, that was kind of interesting. I'm like, how bad were they? They were pretty bad. What's funny was how bad. Not only were the refs bad, I like when they just made things up. When they obviously that the big play was that, and it luckily turned out to be a punt. But when the refs just gave the Chiefs another play, and they said, ah, that play was shut down. What? No, it wasn't. 
You didn't shut. No one shut it down. Man, it was shut down. It was totally shut down. They came in like five minutes afterwards. They were going to the punt teams on the field. They're about to punt it. And some refs like, nah, the clock ran for 10 seconds. So we shut it down. It's not like anyone called, no one called a timeout. There was no false start. It wasn't a delay game. There was just a clock malfunction. 10 seconds ran off. So they went to shut it down after the fact. How about just fucking add 10 seconds to the clock? Don't give Kansas City five more plays, which they did because then they called a defensive holding on Eli Apple, mini Pac-Man Jones. Um, hilarious. Nah, we shut it down because just the clock had 10 seconds. Fuck. They're so ridiculous. Everything's so military. Nate Andrew would rather play than reality is change. All right, we'll change reality. Add 10 seconds. You, you add time to the clock all the time. No pun intended. Gene, can you help us? How many times, by the way, during the broadcast of the game, did they ask for Gene Statutory, the rules expert, to help him out? My God. Gene, what do you think, Gene? And then they would be like, yep, good call. No, it wasn't. How about that, that intentional grounding they called on Burrow? Right, right at the end. He throws it right at Perrine's feet. Didn't reach the line of scrimmage. Just make shit up as they go. Didn't reach the line of scrimmage. Whoa. <sighs> The receiver's two yards past the line of scrimmage. What if he's in the backfield? Is that the reach line of scrimmage then? Gene, what'd you see? Yeah, good call. There was nobody there. No, there is somebody right there. Nope. No, there's not. Next play. Let's move on. These, these rules experts, Dean Blandino, Gene Statutory, Mike Pereira, they're fucking worthless. Gene, what'd you think? Gene? <laughs> It's like Robo needed Gene's permission every time. The refs shut things down. Gene, you ever seen such a thing, Gene? The Eagles game with that rough and that rough and the punter was a bad call. Guy shoved them into the they should have been running into the kicker. Mike, what'd you Mike said good call? Yeah, it's a good call. Why? Because the ref called it. But it looks like he shoved them into him. Nope. D agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. What what the hell is your job? Are you a rules expert or not? I don't know. Let's ask Gene. I think the rules expert should comment on the other rules experts across games, like Dino Blandino and Gene Statutory. Who are these fucking goombas, by the way, who are conning themselves into these plush TV gigs? Mark Van already with some pro ball ideas, have all the players play on their knees, Dorf on golf style. That's I like that Dorf on football. Um, we will get into the pro bowl. And if anyone has any good ideas for the pro bowl, go ahead and put them in there. I love, I love pro bowl ideas, but anyway, back to this Kansas city game. Uh, the chiefs won. Tony Romo. My God. That was another thing for not just the, uh, I wonder if I should get into it right now. <laughs> but first of all, I, I just can't get over that. We shut it down. And then they're like, and then, and then, and then Nance and these guys are like, well, it was just so loud in here. You couldn't hear the whistle. Yeah. But Kansas city had the ball. It wasn't loud at all. It was actually silent. It just didn't happen. It never got shut down. None of the refs stopped the play except for one guy came running in the later. Fuck that guy. Kansas City fans were booing and it was helping them. They didn't even know. What? What's going on? 
We got five more plays. All right, boo. What is they're just booing? Oh, because they're idiots too. But that old Camaro head. It looked cold at Camaro head. Um. Anyway, we'll get into uh, yeah. So then Tony Romo was also. Oh man, was Tony Romo. We have soured on Tony Romo. <laughs> it's amazing. He we 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 loved him for about six months, and now everyone hates him again. Old Skechers Tony Romo, which leads me into uh, Tom Brady. Let me let me let me first tell you about WinBet, then I'll tell you about Tony Romo. Anyway, I am CJ Sullivan. The bottom line, Bob, we have a great show today. Here, I'm excited for the show because there's no real game to pick, just the Pro Bowl. I'll talk Pro Bowl. I'll talk Tom Brady and Tony Romo coming up. Uh, and the Eagle stories when I from live from Philadelphia. My boots on the ground. I went out of the box and on the Broad Street. But first, let me tell you about WinBet. The official online sports book of the SGPN. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of blah, blah, blah ways, including live betting and same-game parlays. Uh, I, I just realized you're not supposed to say blah, blah, blah during an ad read. They told me to make it my own, and that's how I make it my own. Blah, blah, blah. You get it. Now, there's great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. Win bet. Ready to play? You sign up today. Receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited state availability, of course. And, of course, if uh, you hit the biggest long shot parlor of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. Free roll. So much to choose from. Just head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash win bet. W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. That's how they know we sent you. Offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and you do, you know someone, that person is you. You're subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You're listening to my show. You have a problem. But not all problems need fixed, especially during the Super Bowl. You're American or not. But if you think someone else does, call 1-800-522-4700. 1-800-522-4700. Very, very important. Anyway, um, like I said, thank you, everyone, for joining. <laughs> Tony Romo could not care less, says Mark Vanna. His, some of his quotes were just, I mean, <laughs> we liked his little boy charm he used to do, his little innocent little boy charm. And then he's just like, what he said? What did, there's just a couple of things he said about Patrick Mahomes. The wizard is still wizardrying. He gets paid $17 million a year to say the wizard is still wizardrying because he threw a sidearm ball. Holy shit. When Mahomes throws a sidearm ball, then he's a wizard. I've only threw that uh, touchdown. <laughs> he threw that touch. That was a great pass to Scantling or whatever to take the lead 2013. And he goes right into you know he had this he had this line set up in the box in his pocket. I remember the 1992 NBA finals when people were saying Clyde Drexler's as good as Michael Jordan. What? what the fuck are you talking about, Tony Romo? Nobody said Clyde Drexler was as good as Michael Jordan. His hairline was better. He had that old man, Clyde Drexler, that old man hairline when he was like 25. Clyde Drexler was good. No one said he was good as Michael Jordan. I remember that. I remember that because I made it up for this right here. 
So you're calling Joe Burrow Clyde Drexler? Is that what's, is that what's going on? Yep. And I remember 92 when he did the shrug. When we did the shrug, what do you, why are you saying this, Tony Romo? Because I like to make things up. Jay Mark says Jay Cutler needs to be an announcer. He could care even less. I would like Jay Cutler as an announcer. I love Jay Cutler. I love his indifference. He can give a shit left or right. That's why he's supposed to be. Could care less. Don't care. There's that one story where a guy was at a urinal on a tavern on Rush, and Jay Cutler was next to him. And he goes, hey, I also went to Vanderbilt in uh, 90s. And he just goes, don't care. <laughs> Hilarious. Casa says Pro Bowl should be <laughs> the best to play the sport ever. All retired players should be obligated to play until they're dead. I mean, that's what Tom Brady's basically done. We'll get to him too. I'll get to him next. Um, <laughs> Mark Van agrees. I like when commenters agree with each other in the comment booth. What Tony Romo said about Kelsey too. Kelsey, Kelsey had a catch. And Nancy right said, Whoa, it doesn't look like he's questionable now, does he? First of all, no one thought he was hurt. He's made no one thought Kelsey was not playing. This is probably the top game he has had, Romo said. He had seven catches for seven yards. To the top game he has had. Whatever whatever that sentence means. The top the top game of of his career, of the season, of the play. It's not even the top game in the last eight days. Versus Jacksonville, he had like 15 catches and two touchdowns. He had half that game versus Cincinnati. What are you talking about? Oh, man. Burrow. Burrow had a run, and then what did Roma say? He was like, he, he's... He's like me faking a book report sometimes. Like he's he's coming up with words, he's just trying to charm people. And like he's pauses and then he just says words with no adjectives or verbs or anything like keep it together. Burrow had a run. He goes, suddenly a couple of huge gym situationals movement by Joe Burrow. Jim, Gene, can you get me out of this? Please, Gene. Oh, <laughs> gee, Jim. Oh, Jim. And they can't get out of this contract. We can't get out of this. What are they doing to us? Now we're going to get Tom Brady. Tom Brady just announced his retirement. And he's going to be doing Fox. Romo's doing CBS. And these idiots gave him like $400 million. Tom Brady has a 10-year $375 million contract to announce we already hate him as an announcer. We haven't heard him yet. We know he's going to be bad. That's the worst con. That's the worst, biggest contract since Sabre Pujols. We even liked Romo for a little bit. We, we've never liked Tom Brady. Romo at least was charming. Brady's just a fucking robot. And you're going to make him the announcer? For $375 million. What do you think he's going to say? Oh, my God. But congrats to Tom Brady and the... Uh, <laughs> in his retirement, his, video, his creepy video message retirement. Oh, man. Um, 
Kyle says, I hope you caught the stare, the attempt to use the fire zone promo as a segue. <laughs> I, I, I did not because the, uh, the commercials were cut out or maybe I just wasn't paying attention to that, but he's just a gift that keeps on giving. He's, he's not doing the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Greg Olson's doing it. They said, someone said throw Brady. Yeah. Throw Brady in the Super Bowl. Have him ruin that. I know what it's like to quarterback of Super Bowls. Listen, it's Tom Brady, okay, you got to say he's the best. You just have to say he's the best winner of all time because you just have to say it. But he was never the best quarterback in the league. Like, I never even enjoyed watching him. Like, I would rather watch Peyton Manning because he was, you know, you could tell that was an amazing quarterback. I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch Jeff George play quarterback than Tom Brady. He's more exciting. Brady's just a fucking robot back there. Yes, he's good. I'm not saying he's, obviously he's good. He's great. He's the greatest winner. He's like Hoist Gracie. You know, when MMA first started, there was all these huge fucking dudes and this guy, Hoist Gracie, no one ever heard of him. just jujitsu, Brazilian jujitsu. And he's just like, he would just beat everyone. But he's not fun to watch. Some dude in a robe on his back and he just finds your pressure points and <laughs> he grabs your wrists. And cripples you, <laughs> paralyzes you. Yeah, I guess that's the that's the toughest guy in the world. That guy, that hundred fifty pound Brazilian dude. If you're watching Hoist Gracie versus Mike Tyson, yeah, I'd rather watch Tyson. Tyson's exciting. He's gonna knock people out. Hoist Gracie's gonna win. He's better because he knows fucking boring fighting shit. That's Tom Brady. Tom Brady's in a robe on his back, as I'm trying to say. Um. God, the writers love Tom Brady, though. That's all we're going to hear about. His, his, they, he just did this last year. We get it. Whatever. All right. You retired last year, then he came back because he didn't know, whatever. But they love, they love, these writers love trying to relate to Tom Brady because they, they, like, they're the same middle aged man just looking for balance in their life. Tom Brady's just looking for balance. Like that video of him on the beach waving his, his hair. His retirement, might, it might not have been a walk-off, but it was simplicity. So it made it perfect. His dull videos. They were trying to justify last year. You know, when he went to Tampa Bay, this, this was actually, this is a Sports Illustrated article about him. When he went to Tampa Bay, you know, he was thinking family. He wanted to be closer to his son, Jack, who lives in New York. That was written without irony. He wanted to be closer to his son, Jack, who lives in New York. So he moved from Boston to Tampa Bay. <laughs> He's just trying to figure out life, man. And, you know, we're all going through this. We're all, we're all getting divorced from international supermodels and just trying to find out what our next chapter is going to be. Guess you can't go home again. They're, the writers are really upset because they wanted him to go to San Francisco. For the year and return to his childhood home. Return to your childhood hometown. He's like 45 or 46. What the fuck? <laughs> That's who he used to. He used to root for the Niners when he did he? I'm sure he I'm sure he remembers that. It's like going to his be childhood bedroom. Yeah, that was 30 years ago. 35 years ago. Now he's a billionaire. Go to his childhood home. Hilarious. Anyway, uh, so we're gonna have him announcing his exciting. He wants to go from his exciting podcast to the announcer booth. 
And uh, yeah, we can we can't we just not be able to avoid it. The balance saw the Peter Kings love talking about family when it comes to Tom Brady. Maybe he'll patch it up. Maybe it's gone. Maybe he'll boost out in the, the rearview mirror. When there was one set of footprints, it was Gronk picking you up and bringing you to another. T- the only time he did anything fun or exciting is when he was hammered on a boat and he only threw that fucking Lombardi trophy across the, the waters. I'll I'll listen to Tom. If you get Brady hammer for these games, Brady should get hammered for it. Why not? That's fun, Brady. At least it's something. At least it shows it's human. It's human. His pronoun is definitely it and mechanic. Um, anyway, let me um, let me get into one last. Let me see what the clock is at here. I'm wasting time. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, one more. Uh, Hadry, I'm not supposed to read it like that, am I? And I'll get into the and then I'll come back. I'll tell you the Philadelphia Eagles stories. That's me, the man that got out of the box and boots on the ground in Broad Street. And we'll do then we'll talk some Pro Bowl and then maybe some man in the box here. Um because I have to tell you about the big game square contest. Everyone loves Super Bowl squares. Although this is a contest that will fill up. There's nothing worse than the square Super Bowl contest where there's like 13 signed up and you got to fill out the rest and the house always wins. Ah, well, there's 60 on empty ones. This house won again. But SGPN is giving away $1,000 in their big game squares contest. It's completely free to enter. Just follow the SG podcast on Spotify. Sports Gaming Podcast. Give them a rating. Then go to sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash squares. Enter for your chance to win a free big game square and big game bingo. Make sure to sign up for the SGPN app. Get your own big game bingo card full of your favorite big game prop bets. If you get bingo, you'll win a $57 SGPN gift card, which is important now because I have bottom line bombs merch on there and man in the box shit. And you're going to need it. You're going to need the money. So $57 will cover a nice hoodie. Only catch is you must be subscribed to the Sports Gaming Podcast and NFL Gaming Podcast on YouTube to win. Free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app, and that'll do it for the ad reads. Um, Yeah, you're watching it right now on the NFL SGPN app. Let's get into it. Let me uh, read some comments first, and then I'm going to tell you about my weekend in Philadelphia. Let me get this fucking... Cowbell out of there for Mike Leach. Brady did a Stern interview once. It was unlistenable. I know he's so dull. This on podcast. J Mark selling a Royce Gracie signed glove on eBay. A glove? What kind of glove did Royce Gracie wear? Just his regular isotoners out in Brazil. Um, <laughs> then also, Gene, are you there? Gene? I should just have. I should just, I should just ask for Gene to comment on all my. Bottom line bombs and scenarios here. Um, let me get the Eagles hat on for the Eagles stories. Like I said, his hat's a little tight. But this looks good on YouTube. Oh, God. I have a migraine. I was wearing this during the game as well. And it gives me a fucking absolute migraine. <laughs> everything's tight on my huge Irish head. <coughs> Flew out there, San Francisco. Saw uh, Kyle Bohm, Lou Steele, who made this logo here in the bottom line bombs. Uh, Chris Wynock, part of the fantasy football league. He flew in from Chicago. People were flying in. My buddy Anthony flew in from Austin, Texas. Had people driving down from New York. And uh, it was on. There were some Niner fans on the flight because we were going from L.A. A lot of Eagle fans as well. 
Uh, there were some Niner fans all weekend that were um, impressive. Some of them were like aggressively Niner fan. Like, you know, you're taking your life in your own hands. Some of them embraced that. Like, yeah, come on. What do you got? Some of them were like wearing scarves and shit. Like, you, I'm like, what? Are they trying to get fucking destroyed? Like, I thought th those people didn't even mess with because I'm like, are they, they have to be undercover cops. You're wearing a scarf. You might as well just be eating a <laughs> fucking tofu cheesesteak. They're rubbing in our faces. Put a Niners jersey on Rocky. They did that. A scarf at McGillen's. Those the bar McGillen's, which was packed nuts to sluts. Um, then there was the quiet. Some people, some Niners fans wear that black jersey, you know, trying to be quiet and blend in. Like we wouldn't notice like those guys, like they still got to swear, you know, just in case the Niner fans look up at them. I mean, players, <laughs> there was a guy, uh, my buddy, Anthony, who's in there up top. Throwing an old whiskey. First of all, the place was fucking nuts. The game, the tailgates was nuts. The game was nuts. Everything about it was crazy. It was loud as I remember. It was, it was pretty wild, especially since the game was just a, a party the entire time. It was just a celebration since after, uh, 20 minutes, it was clear that the Niners had zero chance of moving the ball forward. So we're like, yeah, I think we're going to win. Why? Because they can't advance the ball without a quarterback. Hilarious. The NFL is most complicated game. And then, but it, but it all comes down to like eight people in the entire world. If your quarterbacks are, you have zero chance of winning. Maybe have a sport that's not as reliable. One guy. Anyway, um, some of my buddies yelling at this poor Niner fan in the section. He's like, Brock Purdy, you know, that good. Brock Purdy sucks. Blah, 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 Purdy. Finally, this guy goes back to like, Purdy's hurt. He's not even in the game. He's in the locker room. We had no idea. This guy had no idea because we're really up top. It's hard. When you're at the game, it's hard to even tell what's going on. You're just screaming. That's all it is. It's basically a license to scream as loud as possible. Whatever you want, especially Philly. You can scream whatever you want. You go to work all week, you keep quiet, you kiss ass, then you go here and you scream for bloody murder, and it's loud. <laughs> so my buddy's like, fuck you, Purdy. He's like, Purdy's hurt. Oh. really Oh. Well, who's that guy? Because we couldn't even tell who was in there. Who's your backup? <laughs> and the Niner fan is like, I don't know. I have no idea. We'll make up a name so I can make fun of it. So everybody said. All right, Mitchell. Fuck you, Mitchell. Scott Mitchell. He starts yelling about that. Then later we find he finds out it's Josh Johnson. Wait a minute. It says Johnson. I thought you said it was Mitchell. I don't know. You told me to make up a name. All right, fair enough. Also, go to hell because you're still a Niner fan. Josh Johnson. I tell you what, Niner fans, that would I didn't not that I feel bad for them, but they to fly out there and to see that was pretty <laughs> gotta be pretty rough. I love that they, they, they but they only have their excuse. We had our four string quarterback. Hard to win with our four string quarterback. Shut up about the four string quarterback. Yes, Josh Johnson might be your four string quarterback. But also, he was a second string that day. How do you not have another guy ready for it? First of all. Second of all, you're th Brock Purdy was your third string quarterback only because you have no idea how to assess talent. You are there because of your third string quarterback who should be your first string quarterback, who will be your first string quarterback. Now that Tom Brady's not going back to his childhood home. Like Brock Purdy <laughs> was better than your, your first string quarterback is a bust. 
your second string quarterback, you, you guys hate. <laughs> the management can't wait to get rid of him. They love, did you see him yesterday? Hey, will Garoppolo back team? No. Coach Shannon's like, I'll answer that. No, fuck no. I told him to get his stuff and get out of here. He said the same thing last year. I know, but turns out he's actually the best quarterback. So they love saying third string, fourth string. It's only those strings because you're idiots about it. You have no idea. This guy you stumbled upon got you to the fucking NFC championship game. Anyway, that's my little rant about Niner fans that are complaining with their four string quarterback. Um, but yeah, the free pass to yell at anything. We were, I was sitting pretty close to the front row and it was, it was amazing before the game, Debo Samuel and a bunch of those guys are yelling back at us and man, people are screaming bloody murder. <laughs> it's just a fucking amazing. So then Purdy got hurt. It was obviously over with uh, a lot of people were not concerned. People were texting me like, oh, this is great. All the Niners and players are dying. You must feel real proud. Yeah, no one inside the stadium was overly concerned about Brock Purdy's injury. Matter of fact, a lot of the doctors had an amateur assessment. Did anyone anyone uh, find out what happened to him? Yeah, it's saying on my phone he has a torn labia. <laughs> that, that got section uh, 214 all laughing. Um, it was just absolutely crazy. It's just so fun. Just when I, just when I got there. I got there Saturday afternoon. Obviously, the whole city's green. Everyone's wearing eagle shit. I mean, it's just it's just insane. You know, like in the in the, in the airport, it's a tarmac. You know, there's usually people on business calls in the airport. They're they're pretty, pretty obnoxious, walking and talking like on the Bluetooth. You know, they're always doing business at the airport. These guys are doing that in the Philly airport, but they're talking about the Eagles. That's hilarious. Guys in suits walking and talking. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're right. Like I said, our defensive line, I mean, they're going to be able to come through and Reddick, they're not going to, who's going to be able to stop Reddick? You know, he's going to, so their offensive line, you know, could cause a problem with Williams, but also buy, sell. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, I mean, the, the parking lots were amazing. The tailgates were great. We went to the one scumbag section, then a more decent section. But you're doing the parking lot. The girls, I mean, everyone. It's it's hard to comp it's hard to relay what the Philly fans are like. The girls, hot girls, whatever. They're wearing shirts that said one girl had a shirt that said, fuck you, go birds. <laughs> <sighs> it was hilarious. 50-50 was eight hundred thousand dollars if we want to talk gambling. Philly's one of the only cities where the line for the 50-50 was longer than the beer lines. Everyone's a fucking gambling scumbag degenerate. $800,000 for 50-50. Getting in there, I tell you what, it was a free for, it was almost like the, the security, everyone was in on it. Like you go, you went through the metal detector, as long as you have a gun, whatever, you could bring in whatever the hell you wanted, full bottles of whiskey, whatever, no pat down, no nothing. You didn't have to barely have to scan a ticket. Like, come on in. All hands on deck. We need to get to the Super Bowl. It was great. And like I said, people in the tailgate. There's this one guy. Um, near us, he was demanding people slap him in the face as hard as he can. Like those Russian slap videos that Dana White's now doing a league. Dana White was going to do a league about this. So that those Russian videos of guys slapping each other in the face. But then he uh, practiced on his wife on New Year's Eve. So. I think they might be slowing that thing down. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, I have to get sidetracked here. 
Dana White got off scot-free for beating the shit out of his wife on New Year's Eve. Um, one, because it's Dana White and he's a commissioner of a, of a fight league. But I love seeing these things online like, Will Smith got drugged for the fucking blah, Chris Rock. Dana White gets nothing. Why is that? Well, because one guy's a commissioner of the Ultimate Fighting League championship or whatever the fuck it is of MMA. You kind, you kind of expect that from this rockhead. And also, not everyone saw the TMZ video New Year's. Everyone saw the Oscars. That's what people were talking about. And he didn't get whatever. He did it in front of actors. <laughs> That's why. He did it through, for a lot more sensitive people. Anyway, not to get into that. What was I talking about? Oh, slapping. So this Eagle fan wanted just slapping. People just wailing on women loved wailing on just slapping it. They just form blocking. People are just fucking absolute idiots. And then like they're dancing. Uh fighting is just such a part. Like it's so funny how fighting is just a part of what Philly does. And they have to embrace it. There's a guy walking around after the game. He's his shirt just dripping, just blood all over his shirt. He obviously got punched right in the fucking nose, and his nose broke. But just walking around, hey, yeah, you know, had a <laughs> had a run in with a fellow guy, you know, from about thought thought I was in the wrong seat. Apparently, I was in the wrong seat. So now my face is rearranged. That, that happens. Anyway, you got another beer. I mean, and they fight, and then they just go share a beer with each other. Eagle fans were fighting with Eagle fans, just like because. Yeah, because they didn't like they didn't like standing up for them to walk through. You know, you have to get up. Hey, mind if I get through? Fuck you! Fuck you! All right, see you next quarter. <laughs> oh man, the San Fran they had the videos of Bosa. Bosa, I will say this: they love the video, the Philly accent. It's a good thing the Bengals didn't win because I couldn't take two weeks saying we want Burrow. Fuck you, Burrow. Bosa. That kid to the San Francisco fan. That's a good video. It's all set up though. These videos now where he goes to the high five and he gives him the finger. <laughs> oh man. I tell you what, it was wild being, um, uh, cause I'm a sober man now. Alcohol wise, at least. Um, I was like, this will be interesting being sober. Cause everyone was hammered as well as they should be. But it was just you know, a violent drunk. And like, you're in like, and, you know, people with flasks and beers and everyone's drunk. And I'm like, I wonder how this is going to be. And it's like you have a superpower. Like, you see these, you see all this shit. Like, like I like, uh, yeah, everything's in slow motion. Like, people stumble. Because usually people stumbling and falling on top of each other, especially there, like, in a mass crowd. And I can see it. Like, the Matrix coming away. And I'm, like, kind of, like, avoiding it. Like, you know, these drunken, stumbling fucking birds. Sal from Fishtown. Mall. It was uh, it was something else. Tell you what, that Meek Mill song too, all weekend. In twenty seventeen, Meek Mill, rapper from Philadelphia, hardcore rapper, um, went to jail. Got freed from jail. Free Meek Mill was a big thing. Um, but he had an anthem, "Dreams and Nightmares." It's a great song, great album, and it became an anthem for the twenty seventeen Eagles, who won the Super Bowl five years ago. And um, they kept it going, obviously, because people don't know how to let shit go. So now it's becoming the hoop. There it is. This guy's hardcore gangster rap. So now all the white people are singing it. Before it was like a pretty cool anthem for the players and shit and waving the towels. Now it's 
Now everyone sings it out there, and it's nonstop. In 93, the Phillies uh, embraced Hoot, There It Is, and there was nothing worse than seeing like 70, 60-year-olds in the crowd. Hoot, there it is. Hoot, there it is. John Crook. And now this is what they're doing with dreams and nightmares for Meek and Mill. Fucking white kids from the suburbs at a bar and fucking adult men. 55-year-old truck drivers going, if you ain't about this murder game, bitch, shut the fuck up. What? No, I'm not about this murder game, Mr. Mill. I mean, I appreciate what you've gone through. But that murder game sounds a little, a little rough. Doing about this murder game. <laughs> He's got another song, Miko. It's hilarious. Talks, talk, he, he gives advice if you're not about the murder game. He gives you options. If you've got a family, stay with them shits. Because this murder game ain't for everybody. If you got a job, keep going to that job because you don't want to be in this murder. If you got a book club or a Bible study, go to read up on that. Because this murder game ain't for everybody. If you got like a, a meetup group or something, like uh <laughs> if you guys get together hiking on Sundays, you know, on a, a meetup, like a social app or something, like a Facebook group, continue to do that because this murder game ain't for everybody. I love Meek Mill. Well, everyone, you gotta love Meek Mill, but it's uh, it's definitely running its course out there in Philadelphia. So then the Eagles won. Obviously, it was a f- stupid game that uh, it was just a party the entire time. The Eagles even play good. That's what's funny. The Eagles played terrible, but they won because it's impossible to play without a quarterback. And the Niners did not <laughs> realize that. Oh shit! Ah, you see that moment. To bring a backup. Did we forget to bring a backup quarterback? Huh. That's on us, I guess. You see that moment on the sideline where uh, Brock Purdy goes to Shanahan. Like, yeah, I, I can't throw. They they slow motion his lips. Like, I can't throw. And, and he had that, Shanahan has that look. He rolls his eyes like, oh, fuck. We did not think about this. Uh-oh. Who do we have? Josh Johnson. <laughs> Where do we, would he rent him? He's like, he's like, a, Josh Johnson's like the public defender of quarterback, of backup quarterbacks. He's been on like 14 different teams. He just goes in there like, okay, what's what? He looks at your playbook the day of, like he's looking at your court case. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, an assault of an officer. Eey, that's a tough one. Okay. What do you run here? The West Coast offense? Oh, no, that's the old playbook. Hold on, hold on. Give me someone give me the updated Niners playbook. Hmm. You guys put your receiver back there, running back, huh? All right, we'll try that. Sure, we'll try that. Then Josh Johnson's like, all right, that's a, that's enough. I want to uh I'm gonna get a concussion. Call this a day. I've I've seen enough. Purdy, why don't you get on back in that? Get on back in there. People are calling Purdy soft. Players. Reggie Bush called him soft. I tell you, it's it's not reassuring when he just says he can't throw the ball. Let's see it, Purdy. Let me see it. I want to see you throw a horrible pass. Then we'll then for then we'll give you the pass. Then we'll give you the pass. You throw a terrible pass, then we'll give you a pass. But he's just like, nope, trust me. You don't know, want to see this. I don't want the other team to see it. They said they had 15 plays. They're all double reverse. Then the Niners were getting ridiculous, putting McCaffrey back at quarterback and doing like double reverses. Like they were, they were doing that for sympathy. Like, see what we got to do here? Look at this empathy. Fuck off. We don't care. 
And then, so I had a group of like, whatever, eight, nine old, old high school buddies. We're all stuffed. Then uh, when you pile out of the stadium, that's when the Philly fans really become animals. We were going to the Super Bowl. Everyone's going their own way. You're just waves of animals. You get caught up in it. No one, no one knows how to meet up. Next thing you know, you're just on Broad Street. People are just climbing buildings and hold, they <laughs> Philly famously greases the poles and uh, to try to prevent people from, but they're going to get up there. Uh, my buddy Brooks Whelan, I sent him a picture of this kid up on his pole. This great picture I put on my Instagram. If you follow my Instagram, she just almost taken. Um, Brooks Whelan had a funny line about the Philly fans. He's like they're they're the most unathletic people that can do the most athletic things when it comes to scumbaggery, you know, cause you look at them, they couldn't do three pull-ups. This kid, they're just, <laughs> just fucking cranking out Newports and Bud Lights, but he can climb a greased pole. He does how to shimmy up there and get on top of a roof. And it was awesome. We did it. We, uh, Went down Broad Street. I mean, it was just it was just packed. It was insane. And I, I ducked into one buddy Darren's like cousin's aunt's house in South Philly, and they're having a good fellas South Philly Sunday dinner. Where no where people know just not to you don't fuck with that neighborhood. Um, but it was amazing. It really was. It was uh it was just a nonstop, nonstop party. <laughs> it's just funny what everyone brought up. What about Purdy's injury? Fuck. Purdy, Purdy, Terry, fuck Burrow, fuck everybody. It's the birds. And it was. So, um, I don't know if I have any actual real Eagle stories. That fuck, that next day, Monday, was like a. I've seen Monday, I've seen a, the after fact when they lose. Like I said, told last week about the Tampa Bay story where it's like a, a, a funeral. This was just like a straight up hangover. Everyone was just like, what happened last night? What did I do? I woke up with uh, falcons. I woke up with different kinds of animals in my bed. People were people were doing crazy. <laughs> people were just people were doing insane shit. It's it so funny to see the bars packed and everyone's just wearing eagle gear too. Like that's your formal. The dress code was. I I took off finally at night. I I, I got changed in regular clothes. I'm like I, wearing eagles clothes out there. I feel like it's exhausting because you got to say go birds. Everyone's yelling go birds. Like, gee, I just need a break. I just want to hide. But not fun. Here I am complaining. All right. Anyway, this is the bottom line bombs. That is the recap. <laughs> Jesus God, 40 minutes into the show. 42 minutes, 43 minutes into the show. And I didn't even get into the Pro Bowl. That's what I wanted to get into. Which is starts tonight with field day events. <laughs> We finally did it, guys. We finally broke the Pro Bowl. People complained for years about the Pro Bowl. Just end it already. People like saying it. Just end the Pro Bowl. Quit it. It sucks now because there's no tackling and offense. And they listened to us. Now they really we just been trying to cancel it. Now they listen to us. They moved, they they tried everything. They moved it from like Hawaii to Orlando for some reason. Now it's in Vegas. I'll tell you why the Pro Bowl stinks. Because it's not for you. It's for children. You know why you don't like it anymore? Because you're not a child. You're not seven years old. That's when the Pro Bowl was good, when you were a kid. Because it's fun. You like those players as fan, you know? 
You can't football. You can't do the sport when it doesn't mean anything. You can't have these guys trying to kill each other. It's a dangerous sport. All the sports, hockey. That's why they do the tricks and shit. Baseball is the only sport we can still play it pretty intensely. Like, ah, even Sean Taylor would run a full over. Sean Taylor, when he lit that dude up, he's a psychopath. I love Sean Taylor, but like nobody else was hitting like that. This, this shit was, nobody was ever hitting in a pro bowl. You were just a kid. So now we did it. We broke it. We're like, we don't want this anymore. So now they're going full rock and jock. Like that MTV, they would have 30 point baskets and basketball, all kinds of games. And so they got their own field day events along with a flag football game. Congratulations, everybody. They should bring back Rock and Jock. That was great. I remember one time it was a flag football game. One of the best things I've ever seen in that in athletics on TV. Cordell Stewart playing flag football and he shook the drummer from Hootie and the Blowfish so bad. Absolutely. <laughs> Hootie and the Blow- drummer from Hootie and Blowfish, the guy with the, what, the long blonde hair there, tried to tackle Cordell Stewart in the open field. It did not go well. <laughs> Bring that shit back. I want these athletes versus musicians or fans. Let the fans play in these games. Acosta had a great idea with the, uh, the legends playing till they die. Vanna says, put them on their knees. Acosta says, it's funny. Acosta says this, maybe the pro bowl players should play baseball because they are doing that. They are, uh, they're playing other sports tonight. You're going to have an epic pro bowl dodgeball. They're playing dodgeball against each other. They're also doing a golf longest drive, <laughs> a precision passing and best catch. Let's break this. Let's break some of the shit down right now. The dodgeball team, it's going to be AFC offense versus AFC defense. And then whoever wins that plays the winner of the NFC offense versus the NFC defense and dodgeball. Who doesn't want to see dodgeball? It actually won't be too bad because, uh, at least they'll be having fun. That's what it is. That's like one of those things. If we can't have fun, let's at least watch you guys have fun. Someone should have fun. It's like the Ocean's Eleven movies. They're not really entertaining to the audience, but at least they had fun making it. And shouldn't that mean something? That's what they love telling you interviews. How great of a time they had in Vegas. Good for you. Good for you, George Clooney. I'm glad you finally had fun in your life because I didn't watch. I didn't enjoy just watching this. That's why I love when people were mad about the Ocean's 8 when the women did the women version of it. Don't ruin that franchise. That, that franchise? That franchise is terrible. Yeah, they would ruin it by making a good movie. They kept it They kept it intact by keeping it awful. So good job, Ocean's 8. Um, so yeah, I say play all, play all the other sports but football. Play baseball. Right, you can do it major league baseball. But they're playing dodgeball. Let's see the teams here. AFC offense, Jamar Chase, Chubb. Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Josh Jacobs, Mark Andrews, Dawson Knox versus Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, Sauce Gardner, Minka Fitzpatrick, Roquan Smith, Marlon Humphrey. Well, you got to take the offense there. I mean, you can't have linemen out there and linebackers for fuck's sakes. You got to have skilled players. Um, watch someone get hurt, though. Remember that happened to Robert Edwards, the running back uh, for 
for the Patriots, rookie running back from Georgia. He was awesome. He had like a thousand yards and he fucking blew his knee up playing a beach, beach, volley, beach football, flag football game. Cause Jim Kelly, like low bridged him. <laughs> like, well, we can't do that anymore. That's great. So dodgeball will start. Then they're doing this. This is hilarious. They're doing a lightning round thing. I can't believe this. I, re- I this is this was amazing. This is they're doing field day, lightning round. They're doing water balloon fights. They're catching balls from a punt machine. This is just so everyone can play. I mean, might as well just put an egg on a spoon and do that race. This is where all the linemen can play. Just get. They have a dunk tank where you can throw water balloons at assistant coaches. <laughs> Oh man, I'm looking at these. I'm looking at those fucking rosters. I have no idea who these guys are. Yeah, these are all the linemen. This is so everyone can get involved. Let's put, let's go past this. Longest drive. You gotta have golf. You gotta have golf involved so the kickers can do something. Justin Tucker will be in that. Jonathan Allen for the he's the punter for the Washington. TJ Hawkinson, Mosley. Devontae Adams. <laughs> he's just gonna be at a top golf. I hope that it is at a top golf. The Raiders don't have good luck at the, I'd bet against Devontae Adams because because the Raiders don't have good luck at the top golf in Vegas. The last time someone there was uh Henry Ruggs and then he drove 90 miles an hour and killed a woman. Anyway, maybe not the best thing NFL to recreate that. Um precision passing is another thing they're doing. Why don't they just have the old quarterback challenge? That was fun. Remember that? The old, uh, used to have that on a um, Saturday afternoon with those targets going across on a, those golf cart target things, and you'd put blue chalk on the ball and hit those. So now they're doing precision passing, which is kind of like that. People are furious about the quarterbacks. The AFC quarterbacks is Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence, and Tyler Huntley. NFC, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff. Those are the six best quarterbacks the NFL is putting out there for this precision passing. I love it. I love these uh, quarterbacks that are out there. Because players that are in the Super Bowl, of course, don't play in the Pro Bowl. They have to be replaced. But now nobody wants, especially if you just lost, they don't want it. They, they say of any excuses to not play. People just don't want to go. Patrick Mahomes, of course, in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen. Josh Allen said that he's hurt and he's also in a golf tournament. <laughs> he's playing golf. He's also hurt. Can you come? No, I'm hurt. Well, we'll just have you throwing. Well, I'm golfing too. I thought you were hurt. Yeah, well, not hurt enough to play 18 holes. Hurt enough not to fly to Vegas and uh, be a part of this ridiculous field day event you guys are doing. That's how hurt I am. Joe Burrow, they didn't even call Joe Burrow. Like, he's not going to want to hear from us right now. He's pretty upset. <laughs> Tua, Tua said he's still in the concussion protocol. What? How are you? Who's giving you this protocol? Ah, I, have a, I have a nurse that comes by. I have a blue tent set up at home, you know? We're not even checking you for concussions anymore. We can't get hit at you. Yeah, well, I'm in the protocol. What? <laughs> <laughs> is that a fucking virtual reality? What do you mean you're in the protocol? I gotta take this heels out off. It's giving me a headache. How long has it been? When, when was the last time? It's so funny. Whatever it takes, just don't call me. When was the last time to a play? The NFL, the NFL, even 
Will Smith said he's fine to play. That was a, I was trying to do a Will Smith concussion reference there, but I realized that's like saying OJ running through the airport reference. People don't, people don't think of Will Smith as far as a concussion anymore or any of his roles. They just think slapping Chris Rock. So that didn't work out. Um, so yeah, so now we have Trevor Lawrence. Fine. He should be there, I guess. Tyler Huntley is amazing. People are up in arms about Tyler Huntley. It is kind of hilarious. Tyler Huntley, who's the backup quarterback for the Ravens. Lamar Jackson got hurt and he filled in. He threw all of two touchdowns this year. <laughs> Three interceptions. But he got in. People are like, how did he get in? It's because he's an alternative. And uh, when it comes to alternative voting, that's just players vote for their friends. Like, ah, we like Huntley. Put him. He'll never make it, right? He's a fifth alternative, but then he makes it. Now people are up in arms. That's how much that's how much the players hate Russell Wilson. That they'd rather have Tyler Huntley go than Russell Wilson. <laughs> Although Huntley, I think, put up Russell Wilson type numbers. And Russell Wilson played a full season. Todd says he wants to see Daryl Green run the 40 again. That was some of the great shit. Track and field events, 40 yard fastest man in the league, 40 yard, and have them race against actors, stars, ABC, Net, Battle of the Network stars, and tank tops. How about these? People are mad about Derek Carr, too, by the way. Derek Carr is so happy to come back to Vegas. He's got to pick up some old stuff. He, he can get hurt in his Pro Bowl game. Pro Bowl events and cost the Raiders $40 million. That'd be amazing. Cause he's still under the Raiders contract, obviously. And they did everything they could to stop him from playing and get hurt for $40 million. But what if he, <laughs> Oh, if he gets hurt because he gets low bridged by, if he, cause of the water balloon contest, that makes, that makes his Pro Bowl must-see TV. See, I don't know why people are shooting his Pro Bowl. I'm actually excited for the first time. At least this thing won't be rigged. NFL is rigged. Fun hashtag that was. But these NFC quarterbacks are even worse. Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, and Jared Goff. What is that awful band? I thought that was the comeback player of the year uh, nominees, which would come out February 9th. Actually, I think all three of them are up for a comeback player. Or Cousins isn't, but he should be. Comeback player of the year. I love talking about that. Because it is. It's Goff, Geno Smith, and like Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. Two guys that are coming back from an injury, Saquon and Christian McCaffrey, and two guys that are coming back from being terrible football players. Although Geno Smith was always Geno Smith. I don't know. And Jared Goff was always Jared. I guess he went to the Super Bowl, but still. But I like how they're, that's how they got to compare themselves. It's not how good you were this year. It's how awful you used to be. That's how you win comeback player of the year. Mm -mm -mm. So anyway, that'll be the uh, passing competition. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. And then the best catch. Who's in the best catch? Best catch is a weird thing too. So that they're going to do that on Thursday tonight. And then they're going to vote again on Sunday as you get to the finals. The best catch, they're going around Las Vegas. Like in famous places. And like, like they're doing like the strata jump. And you're going to catch a ball off that. Or you're going to enter Circuit of Soleil. Is Justin Jefferson going to enter Circuit of Soleil? What? They're doing catches off of fucking... I have... Uh, 
Stefan Diggs is going to slide down the Luxor and we're going to whip a ball at him. The Luxor, of course, that pyramid casino. It's a pyramid, so just in case you want to kill yourself after you lost all your money, you slide down to the bottom like a ride. And then they charge you for that ride, too. Um, so best catch. That'll be fun. Eli versus Peyton. Those are the two coaches. Did you you realize the reason why they didn't t- cut off this week and put the playoffs here after the Buffalo Cincinnati or the Buffalo Kansas City thing with uh, Demar Hamlin is because they wanted to promote this. This is a big thing for them. Eli and Peyton, these two gym coaches, we probably haven't seen each other in real life in fifteen years. They're filming those heads that are still not in the same room. Oh, flag day events, and then we get to Sunday. More events. So apparently you get points for every time you win these, like, you know, tug of, but they do different tug of war. It's, it's basically American Gladiator shit. Gridiron gauntlet. Kick-tack-toe or kickers kick a tic-tac-toe game. Then you get three points, three points, and then they play a flag football game. This is amazing. Move the chains. What the fuck is move the chains? The move the chains is when you figure out what these chains are for, how, how it works. That happened again in Philly. The chains in war. <laughs> I love these old. I love how this billion dollar sport still relies on these old volunteers to figure out a 10 yard chain. Figure out the chains is an event. <laughs> Eric Gosses. The league didn't even reach out to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> He's up on a journey somewhere. Ah, oh, God. Did someone call Rodgers? I'm not calling Rodgers. He's such a dick. He's on an ayahuasca trip. Do not even talk to Rogers before I have my ayahuasca. Um, so there's actually going to be a game on Sunday after the gridiron gauntlet, the kick-tack-toe, move the chains, whatever the shit is, egg contest, dunk contest. No fans are allowed tonight, by the way. That's creepy um, for dodgeball lightning round and golf. A lot of it's on tape too. So I wouldn't bet heavily. <laughs> I wouldn't bet heavily on the cinematic best catch in uh, water balloon contest since a lot of it's pre-taped, but Sunday will be live. Some of some. And they're playing a flag football game. Seven on seven, 27 skill players, no linemen. Lyman can go to hell. They can hit the buffet. 20 minutes, two 10-minute halves with a running clock, except for a two-minute warning. 50-yard field. The drive starts at the five. You have four downs to pick up 20, then four more to score. Extra point two more. And then, then like none of the points even matter. That's what's so funny about it. Like, like, yeah, it's two points. Then we add it to your fucking golf drive. And your dodgeball contest i love it i'm excited i'm excited for all these things i like how confusing they made it all right you guys don't like uh, content how about we just confuse you with 20 childhood recess games Mm-mm-mm. um jesus we're already an hour what the hell happened I didn't want to get into it. There's so many things I should get into, but I don't even want to. I was going to get into the Philly fan thing, but I'll, I'll do that next week for the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll do. Well, let me switch the man in the box though for it. All right, man in the box. Here we go. Um, <laughs> here we are. Thank you for everyone joining here. We are at an hour. 
Uh, I'll do a quick man in the box segment uh, for the bottom line bombs as the Pro Bowl. I'm excited for the Pro Bowl. You can bet on it. I'm not saying you can't bet on it. It's AFC versus NFC. It's all obviously be careful with the events. I want to take um, I want to take the AFC just because they have Tyreek Hill. And I think Tyreek Hill in any game. Where it's on foot. When you make it just speed, this flag football game is just speed. It's just soccer players basically with flag. I mean, NFC's gonna have people. NFC's gonna have Kirk Cousins running regular plays and Geno Smith. What? Just give the ball to Tyreek Hill and let him. He's a he's a literal cheat out there. Anyway, that's not important. I can't. I'd, I'd break. I'd break down all the events. I do have all the participants, but that'd be another hour Pro Bowl show. We don't want that, do we? Maybe we do. Todd Moore says we do need the uh, cast of American Gladiators to shoot tennis balls at Russell Wilson. Um, Russ is going to cook. Sean Payton. What is Sean Payton? Sean Payton. Although Sean Payton, Sean Payton, man, I remind Saints, he does have a free out with Russell Wilson. Like if he can't fix him, like okay, well, Russell Wilson's obviously he's obviously terrible. It was proven. Paxson Lynch, by the way, is in the in the XFL. I say that because I do run an XFL show with Colby D right here on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. Make sure to check that out. I enjoyed the XFL. Only because it seems like it's a sting operation. It gets a lot of these people off the streets. Anyway, let's do some man in a box uh segments. Not too much to rant about. Um I did fly again. Obviously, I haven't flown in a while. I haven't been on the road. I am going on the road. I'm going back to Philly to do shows at Punchlines in Fishtown in two weeks, Super Bowl weekend. Um, but going there this weekend, pack flight, American Airlines, it was a big flight from LA to Philly, and the flight tents moved everyone out of the back row. Like, trying, oh, wouldn't it be more comfortable to sit here, sit there? Wouldn't you be more comfortable sitting in the middle up there? We... We like to keep this back row empty for emergencies. Emergencies is so the entire fucking crew could just lounge out and sleep there. For emergencies. Get that fuck. But you can't say anything because if you if you bring up one thing to a flight then they think you're giving them attitude, next thing you know, everyone's filming you at viral, and then FAA's on there, and the FCI, and then they're fucking they're, they're removing view from a flight. Coming back, I tried to get on standby because I had a late flight. I didn't get on standby for the other flight. I mean, it was packed, obviously. It was, and I get it. Standby stuff. But they called my name, Sullivan, to the desk. We got you. We're on, you're on the plane. I get up there, and the guy goes, oh, actually, it's full. What? You just said my name. Yeah, it's full. I was wrong. Oh, you slow rolled me? That's a poker term, slow roll. Like when, they, when you know when you say they, it's, it's uncouth to slow roll someone. Like in poker, someone's like, oh, I have full, I have a full house. And then you go, oh, I only have two pair, two kings, and two more kings, four of a kind. Like, you be real dramatic about it. It's called a slow roll. People got, people used to get shot for doing that. Wild Bill Hillcock. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, are you slow rolling me? But kind of as a joke. I'm not getting too upset. And the entire crew is behind a desk at a gate agent. So he's trying to be nice. He's trying to help out. He's just trying to be nice. Well, what is it, sir? You need. I'm like, whoa, Jesus Christ. I'm not saying anything. Calm down. They, they can't wait to be on edge. I mean, I get it. People are on edge there. Hollywood baby. It's just Chase Bentley. Today's Groundhog Day. That was fun. 
uh, Groundhog Day, the day uh, in my newsletter, the news, today's a day where we find out if there's six more weeks of winter or six or an e early spring, if a groundhog sees a shadow and we all believe in that. And then you, and then the headline right below it was Texas is frozen. Treacherous wintry conditions due to freezing rain, sleet and ice. 15 million Americans are on freeze watch because we're destroying the environment. But I don't think he saw a shadow. So we're Okay. <laughs> Nobody fucking <laughs> We just ignore the shit we're doing this goddamn planet. It's so funny. When I was back home, the, my right leaning friends were like, Yeah, it's the old pole, you know, the fucking cosmic shifts. I love saying the fucking <laughs> Now you believe in that, right? Just God's will. Just God, you know. God blowing God blowing his uh cold breath on us. Just give us a little shiver. Just God trying to <laughs> just God opening up a window. It's all that's happening. No, we're dying because we're destroying this fucking planet. But let's see what a groundhog has to say. Texas is frozen. That has to be a sign of an apocalypse. Texas is one of the hottest places I've ever been to in my life. It's frozen. Yeah, but his little groundhogs didn't see a shadow, so we'll be okay. It's amazing how we grow up with that shit. The groundhog, like <laughs> I mean, holidays, I didn't wasn't aware of that. They don't teach you in school, but they teach you this bullshit about an animal seeing its shadow. How about you teach us how to not destroy the planet? That for one, or Juneteenth as as it's Black History Month today or yesterday, February. Juneteenth, yeah, it's kind of a newish holiday, at least in our eyes, because we were never taught it. I was never taught. <laughs> our schools didn't teach us the day when, uh, you know, another human race was freed out of slavery, but they taught us when a fucking groundhog came out of its hole to see if it was going to be more nippy, if we needed a sweater for six more weeks. And I know, I know, Juneteenth is the day the slaves got freed. It was, it was the day Texas was told about it <laughs> three years later or some shit. Some horrible story. All, all, those, all those holidays have horrible, horrible stories we look into. Anyway, so six more weeks of that. Six more weeks of Pro Bowl from, in Vegas. Um, I don't know. I was going to get into. There's so much I wanted to get into. I can't get into the Philly. The Philly fans a whole fucking rant. Tokyo. Don't really want to talk about that. Probably not. No, I'm way, I'm way, I'm going way long. I'm going way long. I gotta stop. Um, all right. This has been the bottom line bombs. Thank you, everybody who joined me live. Mark Vanner, Chase Bentley, Todd Morse, Eric Acosta, J Mark, my stat XFL guy. Speaking of Black History Month. He's not black. He's very, he's the opposite. He's a farm boy from Iowa, but he's our XFL guy. And yesterday he uh, somehow angered the world's, the country's biggest black fraternity. I don't know why he did it, but I respect his courage for doing it. I of course shut that down. Uh, thank you for great show. Thank you for talking about us. Um, but check out the XFL gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network with Colby D.
my man and um and J Mark. It's a fun show. It really is. Obviously, if you hear things like that, when we talk about uh, all kinds of things like that. Um, that's all the plugging I need to do. If you are in Philadelphia, I will be at Punchlines in Fishtown in two weeks, Thursday through Saturday. And then I'll probably just watch the game out there and grease my poles and get on up out of here. Now play that music. Good night. <laughs>